Wait, so Halloween is uh, the old school biblical Halloween is the reason why the 12 tribes were scattered? Bingo. These people, <laughs> this gives me nightmares. Where do these crazy rituals pop up again? They actually pop up in the Book of Mormon. That's a whole new level of crazy and evil. Okay, isn't that the creepiest thing? Those are like original trick-or-treaters. And I think we need to bring back those costumes. And it's called the sin of Jeroboam. And prophets would come to him and they'd say, this is bad, you gotta stop it. And he'd say, no man. And they'd say, you're gonna be cursed. No way, man. You don't you don't understand me, dad. And, uh, and finally it ended with the scattering of the ten tribes. And that's why the ten tribes were scattered because they were celebrating this weird pagan holiday. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, back to Ward Radio on FM 98.1. I am your host, Cardinalis. I'm joined in the studio today by none other than Jonah Barnes, editor-at-large of all the coolest apocrypha on the West Coast, (laughs) and Brittany the Shadow. And today we've got a super interesting topic. I love it when you come into the studio, Jonah, Mm. because you bring me the most incredible thumbnails for these YouTube videos and titles (laughs) for these radio programs. I can't believe I'm reading this, but it is germane to the holiday. Mm-hmm. The true biblical origins of Halloween. Today oh, we're going to yeah. be talking about the true biblical origins of Halloween. I love this. It sounds like a sermon mixed with a conspiracy theory all at once. It's like just this this Gnostic gospel of the day of the dead or something. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know what it is, but it's cool. So tell us, what are the true biblical origins of Halloween, my friend? This is exciting. All right. Well, the the every sermon should be half conspiracy theory. I feel like all the best sermons have a little conspiracy theory thrown in there. Yes. Uh yes, so the so Actually, yes, the Bible, the Bible hints at the true origin of Halloween, people. We, we, you, we don't know it, but we are celebrating a holiday that, uh, that is described. It begins in the book of Kings, first Kings. Um, but first, before we get to that, before we get to that, the, the, the deeper origins, there's a few little things that people don't, don't realize about the origins of Halloween. So trick or treating okay. is the thing everybody recognizes. Trick or treating is not biblical at all. Trick or treating oh. just comes from Guy Fox Day. Okay, Guy Fox Day, which is November the fifth. Oh, really? Yeah. And there's in the Discord, there's a little picture of uh, the kids surrounding the penny for the guy. So weird Englishmen. I don't know why they do this. When they want to honor somebody, they burn them. I don't know. That, yeah. <laughs> somehow that doesn't connect with me. Yeah. Like oh, I love this guy. I'm going to create a like life size model like Tinsdale, and then yeah. burn him. Yeah, I, I don't know, but that's their thing. So uh, to honor Guy Fox, who tried. Uh, uh, toppling the entire uh, parliament in uh, on November the fifth, they would make effigies of him, a big a big dummy. Of yeah, him. and the kids would do it, and if they made it look really good, people would tip them. Okay, so make a really life looking effigy, and then the kids would sit out with it, and they'd say, "Hey, look at this poor guy. He's so poor. Could you throw him a penny? Penny for the guy." Yeah. And people would say, oh, wow, that looks pretty. You caught me, I'm kid. digging this because one of my favorite films, top five by the Wachowski brothers, all right, was none other than V for Vendetta. Remember, Ooh. remember the 5th of November, the gunpowder treason and plot. I know How's it no go, reason. babe? I say this as a bedtime. So I'm not kidding. I this, know of no reason. The gunpowder treason yeah, should, should ever be, be forgotten. forgotten. Yeah, this is literally a bedtime story for my children. Oh, I, so, love, <laughs> I, love, oh, I love that movie. Yeah, so I didn't great. realize, though, in all of my years of fanboying, um, 
none other than V for Vendetta that I was fanboying the origin story of trick or treating. That's right. That's where it comes from. And wow. and for all you etymologists out there, Brittany. Yes. The that's word me. the word guy in the English language was pronounced gui, right? Comes from his name, from that guy. They'd say penny for guy because it was a Spanish name and the Englishman would shorten it to guy and they'd say, "Hey, penny for my friend guy." And so a big guy, a big looking masculine figure became synonymous with guy. That's what the word came. That's that's where the actual origins of the word G-U-I, guy, in the English language come from. They come from Guido, the name of Guido Fox. Isn't that weird? Wow, that is so yeah. cool. I dig yeah. it. Okay, so right. we know the origin of trick-or-treating now, which is not biblical. It actually goes back to V for Vendetta, the original gangster Guy Fox, right? Correct. I have to thank Guy Fox for trick-or-treating because that's my favorite holiday. There you go. Oh. Guy Fox okay. is one. So cool. the kids would say, doesn't he look great? Isn't he lifelike? If he's really lifelike, give me a treat. Did I trick you? Okay, give me a treat. And they'd say, okay, and they'd give him a treat. If it looks really realistic. That's cool. And that kind of morphed into yeah. costumes and things like that. That's the kind of more innocent part of it. Okay. Now we're going to get into the not-so-innocent part of it. Okay? That's fine. All right. That's fine. So, cool. Old Testament a, stuff, I bet. Yeah, once upon a time. We're going to go way back, okay? Once upon a time. Doodly-doo. 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 In the past. <laughs> uh, in Leviticus chapter 23, okay, the Lord s- sets out these feasts. And one of the feasts is the Feast of the Tabernacles. And he says it'll take place in the seventh month. And it's the Feast of the Tabernacles right at the beginning of autumn. And uh, it's a holy day, a sacred day. And it happens actually to be exactly when Joseph Smith, founder of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, uh, talked to the angels. And he didn't know what the Feast of the Tabernacles was was oh but they all show up on the first uh, day they're trying to celebrate now i I believe it's called moroni day colloquialism that i've heard yes which actually is just the feast of the tabernacles that's exactly when they would all come to visit joe smith he had no concept of this of course yeah but that's when they would start anyways feast of the tabernacles well uh fast forward beyond leviticus when the kingdoms of israel are split into two groups you have the southern kingdom and you have the northern kingdom right Mm -hmm. and there were the two brothers jeroboam and rehoboam and they were the kings. And Jeroboam was in the north, but Jerusalem was in the south. And so all the feasts and offerings and festivals would all be in the other kingdom. And Jeroboam didn't oh, like this. That doesn't okay. seem fair. Yeah, he's like, well, this yeah. bites. He's like, what the heck? Everybody's going, and they'd take all their money and all their all their caravans, and they'd all go south, and they'd celebrate in Jerusalem and leave Jeroboam up there in the north all alone. And he was like, well, this totally bites. We need some holidays of our own. And was so he sitting there listening to that song that you see on TikTok? Lonely. Did they say, winter's so coming. lonely. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And he was sitting, you can see him on his throne listening to it, just like, <laughs> yeah. my own holiday. Or like whenever you see that meme of the guy that played... Um, the Colombian drug lord Escobar, yes. like waiting in waiting his empty by the pool. pool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. So that was that was poor Jeroboam. You that said? was it was based off the yeah that meme actually. Okay, was, yes, excellent. All right. So Jeroboam is up there in the north, and he says, "Well, this bites. We need our own holiday. Except mine's going to have you know some crack." He's like, "No, mine's going to be super cool and yeah. be more exciting." So he decides to make a holiday, um, and instead of you know going to where you should worship at the temple, he says, "We're going to worship." Uh, golden calves and it's going to be flashy it's going to be cool and there's going to be lights and there's going to be ladies and it's going to be you know and uh, dude nothing brings the house down like a golden calf you know and so (laughs) 
And in so and in the Discord, I put the the reference to this oh. in First Kings twelve. You can read about this. He says um, he's up in the north all alone, and he says in verse. Uh, 27, if this people go up to do sacrifice in the house of the Lord at Jerusalem, then shall the heart of this people turn again unto their Lord. They're going to like the southern kingdom better, not me. Even unto Rehoboam, king of Judah, and they shall kill me and go again to Rehoboam, king of Judah. Well, that's not fair. So the king took two, took counsel and made two calves of gold. And he said, don't go up to Jerusalem. It's too far. Come up here to Dan. And he built a kind of a a party place. Yeah, dude, I'm, up feeling, and I'm feeling you. Okay. To have his own kind of party up there. A great and, he, and spacious building. Ooh, great and spacious parties oh, are the best. Snap. And in verse 31, he says, he made priests of the lowest of the people, and lowest in this sense means like the basest, like not not wholesome people. Are we talking like harlots and publicans here? Or like, what? Some, like some bad mamma jammas. Oh, and like mafiosos? No, like, it actually, sorry, the, in the footnotes it says Mama Jamma. It's the original yeah. Hebrew. Bad Mama Jammas. They were not the sons of Levi. So he was making his own priests out of people who shouldn't be priests. He's okay. making golden calves. He's got lights. He's got music. He's got ladies. It's just the coolest, most happening holiday, right? Yeah. Um, and then in, in uh, uh, Second Kings, Second Kings chapter 17, verse... Oh, 17, 17 actually yeah. verse 17 it's it describes this it says they worshiped ball and they used divination and oh. enchantments wizards and witches kind of liking this and, <laughs> uh, that sounds like a sweet part yeah. all right you would want to go here's the not so fun part in verse 17 they caused their sons and their daughters to pass through the fire Ooh. Oh, yeah. that's not the fun part. That's not the fun part. Yeah. yeah. So that's where that script comes. Uh, well, you know, you're script. at a party and they're passing around, the, you know, and then before you know it, people are passing. Yeah, it's like, the party. it's like, yeah, sweet. This party's gotten great. They, they've showed up with the booze. They already showed up with the ladies. It's time to just start baby burning. Sacrificing your you know? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, it's uh, it's okay. natural. Who, who among us hasn't? Yeah. What, what kids though? Like, were they like, not their own kids? Is that what it said? Good question. Um, I think it was their own kids. It was their own kids. I think it was their own kids. Dude, I have seen every single documentary on this scriptural verse and every single like uh, every single theory based upon archaeological evidence of all of this, and none of it's good. <laughs> you know oh, it's like none of it's good. Oh yeah, it's no, like it's choosing. No it's like trying to choose which World War II dictator was less fascist. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's just like it's okay. just down, down, down. But like putting your own kid in a like no kid should ever be no, sacrificed it, like that, it, right? But like doing it to your that's a whole new level of crazy and evil. Well, yeah. uh, we're not uh, yeah, far off. <laughs> anyway, so you know? um, so. But you can understand why in verse 18 it says, the Lord was very angry. Yes. That's a very, that's a very soft way of putting I it. I imagine the Lord was so. P.O.'d. And he, and so because of this holiday and the pagan things they were doing, the Lord did what? He scattered the 10 tribes. They were in the Northern Kingdom doing this bad stuff. And that's when the Syrians came and the Lord let it happen. And they took the 10 tribes off to the hollow earth or whatever it is okay. <laughs> where the parties are hopping in the hollow earth. So that's, that was the reason why. And it's called the sin of Jeroboam, the sin of Jeroboam. Mm -hmm. And it's, that's what the reference is. And prophets would come to him and they'd say, this is bad. You got to stop it. And he'd say, no man. And they'd say, you're going to be cursed. No way, man. You don't, you don't understand me, dad. 
And, uh, wow. and finally it ended with scattering of the ten tribes. And that's why the ten tribes were scattered, because they were celebrating this weird pagan holiday. Now, the next place where all of a sudden starts happening is all, in all these northern countries, in Russia, in Scotland, in England, and in Scandinavia. You get Wait, so are weird... you saying that all the surrounding countries surrounding Israel started copying this party that was the sin of Jeroboam in the Old Testament, and that's the birthplace and the origin story of Halloween? Well, these... These these tribes, the actual children of Israel themselves get scattered up into these northern countries, and then all of a sudden you start getting these weird pagan holidays in these northern countries. Wait, so Halloween is uh, the old school biblical Halloween is the reason why the twelve tribes were scattered? Bingo, and we're celebrating it today with candy and and, and all this stuff, right? Wow. You're kind of ruining Halloween for me. Well, there's know. you know there's two halves. That's why we went over two halves. There's the fun half, yeah. the fun candy half. Uh-huh. And then there's the sacrificing your children on an altar half. That's not that's the not as fun. I, I like the candy route. Yeah. 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 Well, that, you know, tomatoes, some people are yeah. you can't please everybody. Yeah. You know? <laughs> but anyway, so then you have like these weird holidays like Samhain. You're and, like tomatoes, tomatoes, <laughs> not Mars bars, infants, you know. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> like, whatever you're into. Uh, um, all right, but then going. you see these holidays pop up and and they all have these reminiscent they all have like a bull. The fest the Samhain is the festival of the bull. And that's where the that's where the English get Halloween from. That's where we get it from. It's from the festival of the bull, Samhain, and they're worshiping a bull. And what was Baal? He was a represented uh, by a bull, represented by a bull, yeah. or by the corporeal representation that, ironically enough, was on the back of the temple shekels in silver. Was oh. the oh. yeah? So yeah. how do you explain oh. the running of the bulls? Are all the Spaniards literally well, running away from paganism? Well, <laughs> yes, they were. Those are the children who weren't put through the fire, yeah. running for their lives. Yes. They were quite athletic. They were very <laughs> athletic. <laughs> yeah. No, so then, so then, here's a last little piece. Last little piece. Where do these crazy rituals pop up again? They actually pop up in the Book of Mormon. But wait a minute, how could they have gotten all the way across the ocean? Well, Lehi and his family were actually from the tribe of Manasseh which was in the north, but they were refugees from the north who escaped down to the southern kingdom before it was scattered, right? Because this Mm -hmm. is, Lehi is happening in 600 BC, which is 120 years after the scattering. So they're refugees who bring down their northern traditions and their northern holidays and their northern practices and these things. And eventually they get scattered off into, they get, they cross the ocean, they come to the new world. And so when Laman and Lemuel break off, from Lehi and Nephi and these guys to do their own thing, they revert back to the practices of the northern kingdoms. And so you have ritual human wow. sacrifice. You have the the you have the, the the same cults, the same crazy pagan holidays in the new world that you had in the old. And that Dude. boys and girls is where we get Halloween. Wow. There you go. That is super cool. There you go. You heard it here first. Dude, I'm I'm digging. Yeah, man. Now I I feel like I've got like I don't want to say fact check because I would like you know insinuate that uh, you know you did that what you're not batting one thousand, <laughs> but I I feel like I need to not not fact check but like I need to learn more <laughs> so that I even know like holy smoke like I th- this is like a tapestry like what you just wove for me is literally like a tapestry and. I'm thinking, oh my gosh, Halloween really is just the amalgamation of candy giving to children who used to burn a political misanthrope turned hero. <laughs> it's a long road. Into- okay, so how do you explain trunk or treats? 
Well, trick or treats are members of the church who uh, don't want their kids just wandering in the neighborhoods. You know what's fun? Actually, oh shoot, I wish I had a picture. You know what my family do for trunk or treats? Mm -hmm. What do you do? We use one of my delivery trucks. And we open the back and we build a haunted house in the back of the delivery truck and then That's park cool. it in the parking lot so hey, the kids can walk through the Well, for those That's of you, cool. uh, for those who are listening and uh, for our radio audience here um, that doesn't know what you do because they're not familiar with mm. you from previous <laughs> episodes, uh, what do you do? You are a professional. I'm a gluten-free judger. No, that's not. No, sorry. No, I'm a I'm a baker. I I I own a commercial bakery, wholesale bakery. Well, that is great, and that's straight biblical, bro. I know, dude. So wow, yeah. yeah. Podcasting not in the Bible, Carden. Okay, yeah. Bread all over it. Yeah, all radio it. not in the New Testament. Either. Not in the New Testament. You know, wow, holy smoke. Okay, mm-hmm. so so trick or treat. I just want to. I I literally I just have to I have to try and reweave this ta- tapestry yeah, man, really yeah, fast. Man. Summarize Unpack. it, if you will. So you're saying that trick or treating is kind of a little bit more of a secular slash political thing because back in England in celebration of Guy Fawkes Day, who uh, many people say was the only person who entered parliament with noble intentions, uh, you know, um, actually, <laughs> oh, geez, that's yeah, that's, it's a pretty oh sad, well, that's in the intro of V for Vendetta, right? Or at least wow. it's on his Wikipedia page. I don't remember. I dig that movie though. But yeah, so Guy Fawkes Day is celebrated on the the fifth of November. It was sometime in like the fifteen or sixteen hundreds, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there was this guy named Guy Fawkes who literally secretly snuck barrels and barrels and barrels and barrels of gunpowder into the basement of of Parliament in England, literally with the intention of like this is hundreds of years before. Um, who is the bomber that used, uh, that used all of the fertilizer? Uh, not the Unabomber. He was the, the package bomber. Who was the bomber that blew up the side of the federal building in the late nineties? And he was, uh, in solitary confinement for a long time. It it was long before the, uh, oh my gosh. Do you remember the name of it? Brittany, the shadow, who was the name of the famous bomber that blew up that federal building? Okay. Either way, long before North American domestic terrorism. Okay. Long before you had the IRA in, uh, the, the troubles. Timothy McVeigh. Yeah. Timothy McVeigh. There Eons before Timothy McVeigh. All right. There was this dude named Guy Fox who straight up smuggled barrels and barrels and barrels of highly explosive gunpowder into the basement of parliament. And apparently he had enough gunpowder underneath there to literally level like three parliament buildings or something. Okay. But ultimately, cause it was a long process, you know, he didn't just have to get one in there. He was getting multiples and multiples and multiples in there. And apparently they were under there for a little while. And, if the worst, most apocryphal accusations against him are true, he was waiting for them to actually be in session. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, I but, the, the November November 5th was the day that the king visited parliament, I think. Yeah. And so ev- the whole government was going to be in one room at one time. Everybody. Yeah. And it was, I think it was the day of somebody tipped him off. Somebody exactly. s- slipped it, you know, told, told him and they found him there you know, just hours from lighting the fuse. Yeah, I mean, that, that is just insane. That happened, <laughs> you know, that like happened. That, that happened hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years before. So anybody that thinks that like, <coughs> excuse me, anybody that thinks like, whoa, this is new, it's like, no, dude, <laughs> Guy Fox is trying to do this literally hundreds of years ago. So anyway, um, it's still celebrated on Guy Fox Day. 
which is the 5th of November, and the kids walk around and they make this really cool, um, kind of like a straw man, mm -hmm. almost, wouldn't you mm -hmm. say? It's a highly flammable, like Burning Man, but English style and smaller. So um, they uh, go around and they collect money for the guy. And that's why you get the phrase penny for the guy as well. Yeah, because his name was Guido. His name, his, Nick, his name was Guy. That was his name. That okay. wasn't a word. So, so, so that is the origin story of trick or treating, and then you mix that with the fact that the northern kingdom would go to the southern kingdom to party, mm -hmm. and it made the king of the northern kingdom jealous in mm -hmm. the Old Testament. His name was Jeroboam. So he basically started saying, "Hey, we're going to throw our own party here. All yes, right? you guys all want to up the ante. Yes. Yeah, we're going to up mm -hmm. the ante." And and he started throwing a party, but instead of glorifying God, he decided to glorify Baal, which mm -hmm. was a consistent problem with the, the people of Israel in the Old Testament. And then that led to God just not being very happy with him. Also, at that party, him. I wonder, were there like wallflowers there? Like, hmm, I'm not really liking this party. Mm, yeah. Like. I mean, go? the drink, the drink was great, but doing with that golden calf again. Yeah. Is the, that where my, all my rings went? The, dr <laughs> the drinks are great, but when they burnt the child, they kind of lost me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just yeah. Like, yeah, dude. So, so he tries to throw a fake party on behalf of Baal instead of uh, God, and that really angers him. And, and he got multiple chances to quit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The Lord sends a prophet. It's funny. There's a couple prophets that are unnamed. In the book of Kings, it just really? says, it just says, and the Lord sent a prophet to him and says, you got to knock this off. And he's like, you can't tell me what to do. And so they send another one and another one. And yeah. <laughs> Is one of them the lost teacher of righteousness? Have you ever heard about the lost teacher of right righteousness? No. Yeah. There was a prophet in the Old Testament who warned that. And I think one of those unnamed prophets was what, what many scholars now will call the lost teacher of righteousness. He's unnamed because apparently he angered the king so much with his multiple prophecies that our enemies will come and destroy us despite our wealth and our strength, that this will so spiritually weaken us, this Baal worship and these parties that you're throwing and so on and so forth, that um, when the king had a chance to rewrite the texts after the <gasps> empire came. No and, way. Yeah. Yeah. That they erased his name from what? the records. And so that later later groups that were trying to preserve the records and rewrite the scrolls were either inhibited from writing his name or um, in order to preserve his prophecies, they would write down the prophecies, but they wouldn't say his name. They'd say it was the lost teacher of righteousness. Dude, what? And, yeah, there's a whole Wikipedia article dedicated to yes. him. He's called the lost teacher of righteousness, and he's a prophet of the Old Testament. And a lot of people think it's Zenic mentioned in the Book of Mormon. Get out. Yeah, that, that Zenic, whose prophecies are mentioned in the Book of Mormon and totally resemble the prophecies of the prophets who are saying, look, the tribes will be scattered and the Assyrians will come and take us over. And just like in the Book of Mormon, it says, oh, how could they say this great city of Jerusalem would be destroyed? For we are so mighty and God is with us. and We are great. We can do whatever pagan thing we want. You know, um, that same attitude ultimately ended up being their downfall. And it angered the ruling class so badly that they forbade the scribes for repeating his name for like two or three generations until it was lost. Wow. And so the prophecies of Zenic and the city of Jerusalem are so similar to the prophecies of um, <clears throat> this era that you're talking about that um, a, a lot of scholars have suspected 
that Zenic in the Book of Mormon is the lost teacher of righteousness. Dude, that's a podcast. That's awesome. Oh, dude, you know, we might have to do that uh, on our next radio program, our next podcast. Speaking of which, you know, unfortunately, guys, we got a hard out coming up here. This has been uh, an amazing amazing uh start to our program but unfortunately we're, we're gonna have to go here in a second but yeah maybe we'll uh we'll, we'll continue that in a future radio program was Zenic the lost teacher of righteousness that sounds like know? an awesome episode but before we go there's yeah we're, we'll leave you with this a picture of the ellis family trick-or-treating just this last halloween just <laughs> oh. <laughs> Brittany, just put it in the discord it's adorable okay. Is this family is adorable. No, that's not. No, it. that's actually the that's uh, the angel of death trick or treating. Oh, I see. Okay. Well, for those of you who are uh, listening on the radio program, <laughs> you have to make sure that you check us out. Indeed on uh, YouTube as well under Ward Radio where you can see some of these really funny visuals that we bring up. Oh, but there look is at that. indeed the Ellis family. Okay, isn't that the creepiest thing? Those are like original trick or treaters. And I think yeah, we need to bring back those costumes. <laughs> that like is terrifying. Those are the original trick or treaters. Okay, have you ever followed That's the scariest movie poster I've ever seen. Have That's... you ever <laughs> have you ever um looked at Lost in History pics on Instagram? No. Lost in History. Oh, yes, yes. I love it. Lost in History. Yeah, so these are some of the pics on Lost in History where she has like original trick-or-treaters and they're terrifying. These people, (laughs) this gives me nightmares. Uh, The first serial killer that dresses up like this is going down in history as the worst serial killer. Like, Like, this is Scarface mixed with not the crow. This is, who is the skinny guy um, that was in 28 Days Later? Killian Murphy who played the Scarecrow in Batman. Oh, this is oh, worse yeah. than the Scarecrow in Batman. This is hardcore. See, that is terrifying. There's people okay. walking out like Batman, and then you have these kinds of people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, what what happened, guys? Let's get back to the true spirit of yeah. Halloween. Let's get some kids soiling yeah. themselves. In this yeah. is awesome. All right. Well, thanks a lot for hanging out with us. We will be back in a flash. This is Ward Radio. To check out more, look us up on wardradio.com. Right Hey guys, thanks for hanging out with us. If you haven't had a chance yet, please like this video and consider sharing with your friends or subscribing. Also, there should be a video coming up right about here or here where you can continue watching. If you want to visit us on Twitter, we're at Ward Radio Show. If you want to check us out online, we're at wardradio.com. And if you'd like to consider contributing to the program, please check us out at Midnight Mormons or at Ward Radio Show on Venmo. That's one of the best ways you can contribute to the program. Either way, we're glad to have you here. Thanks for hanging out with us and always check out more on wardradio.com.